Hello and welcome to the Bible reading series. Today we're reading chapter 16 to 18, and I'm here with my good friend Lance. Hello, everyone. So, last time we're taken to Abram, and God promises him a son. So, now we're going to read through, see what happens. Chapter 16. Now Sarai, Abram's wife, bore him no children. She had a servant, an Egyptian, whose name was Hagar. Sarai said to Abram, See now, the Lord has restrained me from bearing. Please go into my servant. It may be that I will obtain children by her. Abram listened to the voice of Sarai. Sarai, Abram's wife, took Hagar the Egyptian, her servant, after Abram had lived ten years in the land of Canaan, and gave her to Abram, her husband, to be his wife. He went into Hagar, and she conceived. When she saw that she had conceived, her mistress was despised in her eyes. Mm. She thinks that just, <laughs> she thinks that because she's able to do um, something that her, um, um, I guess, I don't want to say keeper, but like, you know, her superior is able to do, you know, she's able to conceive a son. She thinks she's now better than uh, Sarai. Yeah. Well, we can just call it as it is. She's jealous, yeah. right? <laughs> she's jealous. And, uh, yeah, she despises Hagar. Yeah. Well, no, I think it's Hagar that despises um, Sarai, isn't it? Says her mistress was despised in her eyes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Sarai's the mistress, isn't it? Um... Yeah, then, well, there's like there's issues between them. Let's just say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, say that. yeah, there's definitely issues between them. The next verse is uh, you know capitalizes on that, right <clears throat> here. Sarai said to Abram, "This wrong is your fault. I gave my servants into your bosom, and when she saw that she had conceived, she despised me. May the Lord judge between me and you." Oh, okay. So yeah, I guess you're yeah. you're right. The mistress despised... um, Hagar despises Sarai. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which is, yeah, I guess she's proud. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you're raising a kid, there has to be a special bond when they're raising it, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So she wants... uh, What's her name? Hagar wants Sarai out of the picture, right? When Mm -hmm. they're raising the kid? Yeah. All right. Continuing, but Abram said to Sarai, Behold, your maid is in your hand. Do to her whatever is good in your eyes. Sarai dealt harshly with her, and she fled from her face. Alright, so they're arguing so bad, they want to raise the kid and claim the kid, right? Yeah. So, Sarai being the master of Hagar. Yeah. She's and then Hagar runs away. Yeah. After that, continuing, the Lord's angel found her by a fountain of water in the wilderness, by the fountain on the way to shore. He said, Hagar, Sarai's servant, where did you come from? Where are you going? She said, I am fleeing. I am fleeing from the face of my mistress, Sarai. The Lord's angel said to her. Return to your mistress and submit yourself under her hands. 
The Lord's angel said to her, I will greatly multiply your offspring, that they will not be counted for multitude. The Lord's angel said to her, Behold, you are with child, and will bear a son. You shall call his name Ishmael, because the Lord has heard your affliction. He will be like a wild donkey against men. His hand will be against every man, and every man's hand against him. He will live opposed to all of his brothers. Alright, we can pause there. So God is talking to Hagar. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's what God's angels is talking to Hagar, but whatever, whatever. it's a divine mm-hmm. uh, being. It's a holy being. Talking, talking God's talking, talking through the angel, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. True. <coughs> Um, yeah, she telling her to go back to Sarai and submit herself. Um, and that if she does, if she listens to God, um, then she will be rewarded with uh, you know, her son. And her son's offspring will be, you know, incountable. Well, yeah, he's going to multiply the offspring. <coughs> and the um, son's going to be a troublemaker. <laughs> He's gonna cause a lot of issues. His hand will be against every man, and every man's hand against him. So he's gonna be that guy, right? <laughs> so yeah, yeah. All right. Continuing, she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her. You are a God who sees. For she said, "Have I stayed alive? Uh, have I, have I even stayed alive after seeing him?" Therefore the well was created Therefore the well was called Beer Beer Lahai Roy Behold it is between Kadesh and Bered Hagar Hagar bore a son for Abram Abram called the name of his son whom Hagar bore Ishmael Abram was 86 years old when Hagar bore Ishmael to Abram Quite old Yes, very old. Uh, that's the end of the chapter. Mm-hmm. So, Abram is born. He did bear a son. Yeah, through Hagar, yes. Through Hagar. God's promise was fulfilled. And we're going to continue in chapter 17. When Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless. I will make my covenant between me and you and will multiply your will multiply you exceedingly. So now Abram is 99 years old. Mm-hmm. So Ishmael is about 13. Yeah, he's been raising the kid for about uh, yeah, 13 years and then God tells him he's going to make a covenant between them. Mhm. Continuing, Abram fell on his face. God talking, God talked with him, saying, "As for me, behold, my covenant is with you. You will be the father of a multitude of nations. Your name will no more be called Abram, but your name will be Abraham." Here we go. Mm-hmm. His name Abraham, for I have made you the father of a multitude of nations. 
I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of you. Kings will come out of you. I will establish my covenant between me and you and your offspring after you throughout their generations for an everlasting covenant to be a God to you and to your offspring after you. I will give to you and to your offspring after you the land which you are traveling, all the land of Canaan, for an everlasting possession. I will be their God. God said to Abram, As for you, you shall, you shall keep my covenant, you and your offspring after you throughout their generations. This is my covenant, which you shall keep between me and you and your offspring after you. Every male amongst you shall be circumcised. You shall be circumcised in the flesh of your foreskin. Of your foreskin. It will be a token of the covenant between me and you. He who is eight days old shall be circumcised amongst you. Every male throughout your generations. He who is born in the house or bought with money from any foreigner who is not your offspring. He who is born in your house and he who is bought with your money must be circumcised. My covenant shall be in your flesh for an everlasting covenant. The uncircumcised male who is not circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin, that soul shall be cut off from his people. He has broken my covenant. Alright, you can stop there see the covenant God makes between him and Abram he's making it official mm -hmm. so it's circumcision yeah if he does that then his offspring will multiply he will give birth to now his offspring will be a kings mm -hmm. right he'll be in royalty he's gonna do really well for himself Continuing, God said to Abraham, As for Sarai your wife, shall not call her name Sarai, but her name shall be Sarah. I will bless her, and, more, and moreover I will give you a son by her. Yes, I will bless her, and she will be a mother of kings. Kings of peoples will come from her. Then Abraham fell on his face and laughed and said in his heart, Will a child be born to him who is 100 years old? Will Sarah, who is 90 years old, give birth? Abram said to God, Oh, that Ishmael might live before you. Alright, so this is what we were talking about, their ages. Mm -hmm. So they're like a decade apart. Yeah. Right. And uh, God is saying that a woman who is 90 years old will give birth, even though people, uh, women start normally losing their fragility around 35 or so, 35 to 40. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like when it becomes uh, dangerous and, um, you know, to have a child for mm -hmm. both the child and the mother, and they start losing their fragility and stuff like that. Yes. Perfect. And, uh... Continuing, God said, No, but Sarah, your wife, will bear you a son. You shall call his name Isaac. I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant for his offspring after him. As for Ishmael, I have heard you. Behold, I have blessed him and will make him fruitful 
and will multiply him exceedingly. He will become the father of twelve princes, and I will make him a great nation. But I will establish my covenant with Isaac, whom Sarah will bear to you at this set time next year. So, twelve princes. It's going to be twelve tribes of Israel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, continuing. <coughs> when he finished talking with God... God went up from Abraham. Abraham took Ishmael, his son, all who were born in his, in his house, and all who were brought with his money, all who were bought with his money, every male amongst the men of Abraham's house, and circumcised the flesh of their foreskin in the same day, as God had said to him. Abraham was 99 years old when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. Ishmael, his son, was 13 years old when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. In the same day, both Abraham and Ishmael, his son, were circumcised. All the men of his house, those born in the house and those bought with money from a foreigner, were circumcised with him. That's the end of chapter 17. Yeah, it's just... And it with people fulfilling God, not fulfilling God, completing, you know, what God asked them to do, you know, get the circumcisions. Mm-hmm. They're all faithful to God under mm-hmm. Abraham. <coughs> all right. The last chapter, chapter 18. The Lord appeared to him by the oaks of Mamre as he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day. He lifted up his eyes and looked and saw that three men stood near him. When he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door and bowed himself to the earth and said, My Lord, if if now I have found favor in your sight, please don't go away from your servant. Now let a little water be fetched, wash your feet, and rest yourselves under a tree. I will get a piece of bread so that you can refresh your heart. After that, you may go your way now that you have come to your servant. Alright, so three men come to Abram, not Abraham, mm-hmm. and uh, they're like representatives of God, so he wants to give them hospitality and uh, take care of them. They said, very well, do as you have said. Abraham hurried into the tent of Sarah and said, Quickly prepare three seas of fine med- a fine meal, knead it, and make cakes. Abram ran to the herd and fetched a tender and good calf and gave it to the servant. He hurried to dress it. He took butter, milk, and the calf which he had dressed and set it before them. He stood by them under the tree and they ate. So that's interesting there too. Mm-hmm. He's not a, you know misogynistic person he told his wife to cook mm-hmm. he helped her so everything's equal with him and his marriage so that's good mm-hmm. all right continuing they asked they asked him where is sarah your wife he said there in the tent he said i'll certainly return to you at about this time next year and behold sarah your wife will have a son 
Sarah heard the tent door which was behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old, well advanced in age. Sarah had passed the age of childbearing, like he said, and Sarah laughed within herself, saying, After I have grown after I have grown old, will I have pleasure, my Lord, being old also? The Lord said to Abram, Why did Sarah laugh, saying, Will I really bear a child when I am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the set time I will return to you when the season comes around, and Sarah will have a son. Then Sarah denied it, saying, I didn't laugh, for she was afraid. He said, No, but you did laugh. Alright. So that's an indication that God is in these men. Mm -hmm. They could hear her laughing within herself. So, that's interesting. Continuing, the men rose up from there and looked towards Sodom. Abraham went with them to see them on their way. The Lord said, Will I hide from Abraham what I do, since Abraham will surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth will be blessed in him. For I have known him to the end that he may command his children and his household after him, that they may keep the way of the Lord, to do righteousness and justice, to the end that the Lord may bring on Abraham that which he has spoken of him. The Lord said, Because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, because their sin is very grievous, grievous, I will go down I will go down now and see whether their deeds are as bad as the reports which have come to me. If not, I will know. Alright. So people have been praying to God, telling him the Sodom and Gomorrah people are evil. So he sends his men to check it out. Right? So he does that. Mm-hmm. And continuing, the men turned from there and went towards Sodom, but Abraham stood yet before the Lord. Abraham came near and said, Will you consume the righteous with the wicked? What if there are fifty righteous within the city? Will you consume and not spare the place for the fifty righteous who are in it? May it be far from you to do things like that, to kill the righteous, with the wicked, so that the righteous should be like the wicked. May that be far from you. Shouldn't the judge of all the earth do right? So here's the first conflict between mm -hmm. Abraham and God. He wants to, he doesn't want everyone to die in those cities, right? He wants, he wants to save the righteous those who follow God in secret mm -hmm. and haven't made their way to Abraham to fulfill the covenant. So, continuing, the Lord said, If I find in Sodom fifty righteous within the city, then I will spare the whole place for their sake. Abraham answered, See now, I have taken it on myself to speak to the Lord, although I am dust and ashes. What if there will lack five of the fifty righteous? Will you destroy all the city for their lack of five? Mm -hmm. 
He said, I will not destroy it if I find 45 there. He spoke to him yet again and said, what if there are 40 found there? He said, I will not do it if there are I will not do it for the forty's sake. He said, Oh, don't let the Lord be angry, and I will speak. What if there are thirty, thirty found there? He said, I will not do it if I find thirty there. He said, See now, I have taken it on myself to speak to the Lord. What if there are twenty found there? See, it's back and forth, right? Mm -hmm. It's kind of funny. And uh, he said, I will not destroy it for the twenty's sake. He said, Oh, don't let the Lord be angry, and I will speak just once more. What if ten are found there? He said, I will not destroy it for the ten's sake. The Lord went his way as soon as he had finished communing with Abraham, mm -hmm. and Abraham returned to his place. Alright. That's the end of the episode. Mm -hmm. So we're going to see what happens to Abraham and his wife. Will she give him a kid or not? Mm -hmm. And what will happen to the people of Sodom and Gomorrah? If there are ten righteous people there. Yeah. So that's the end. Thank you for listening. And stay tuned for the next episode.